0: Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to the Sunny and Phoenix podcast, a weekly podcast where we keep you up to date on everything Phoenix Suns basketball. Today we're going to get into our top 10 favorite Suns players of all time. And we're we're not going uh, the best 10 players, so you'll have to cut us a little slack on this when we get towards the end of our list. After that, we will talk a little bit about Alex Len. And then the Kyrie Irving trade was finally finalized, so we'll wrap that up and never talk about it again. (laughs) I'm Charlie Erling, I have Mitch Krumpetich and David McGraw with me. What's up guys? You know, just
1: happy to be here. That's that's what I find myself saying every day living in Phoenix, but you know what else I'm happy about is that people have gone on iTunes and they have listened. Uh, Two weeks ago I gave a description of how to go and leave a review, and people have So if you want to go and uh, leave a review on iTunes, just say the word boy, B-O-I. We think that's hilarious. It's a long story, but it's really funny to us. And uh, I want to thank Ricky Alexander 8 for the support and 98928892. That's my boy right there. Thank you for saying boy on
2: iTunes. (laughs) 982973, the homie. Yeah. Um, I was actually just on... uh, Poor Waddell's podcast uh, filling in just yeah. this week. Uh, I'm not sure when that's coming up, going, up, going up. Words are hard for this. We've been doing this a couple of times. You know words are hard for me. Um, I was on his podcast, and I actually had to explain the story a little bit of Boy, and <laughs> he seemed very confused, but uh, I, I think he dug it, so... <laughs>
0: Make sure to get a hold of us on social media. Our Twitter is at SunnyPHXpod. Our email is Sunnyandphxpod at gmail.com. And check us out over at our new host, the Deepish Thoughts Podcast Network, over at DeepishThoughts.com.
1: Thanks for listening to the Sunny and Phoenix Podcast. If you'd like to further support the show, you can head over to tpublic.com slash user slash sunny That's t.e.e slash user slash sunny in phx. We've got t-shirts, mugs, phone cases, all kinds of stuff. You can get our famous cheeses warming up design, or just one that says Sunny in PHX. Again, tpublic.com slash user slash Sunny in PHX. And go Suns!
0: Okay, now let's talk about our favorite Phoenix Suns of all time. We all put together a top 10 list. And like I said earlier, these are just our favorites, not the best Suns of all time. So just the the fan experience coming into it, not, the, not all analysts right here. So I think I'm going to start things off. I don't think mine's too crazy here, but we'll see what these guys have to say. Number one, Charles Barkley. Number two, Steve Nash then Sean Marion, then Amari Stoudemire, and quick note right here, Amari Stoudemire officially announced his retirement from basketball. We know he played over in Israel? Israel. Israel last season, I think he won a championship. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's that's a cool way for the guy to go out. So happy for Amari, and I know he'll be on all three of our top 10s, I I assume. Oh yeah, oh yeah. All right, so that was the top four then we're going to number five, Devin Booker, then Dan Marley, then Kevin Johnson, then Grant Hill, then Leandro Barbosa. And I got to finish things off with my man, Sweet Lou Admondson. Um You know, this obviously isn't one of the better players in Suns history, but he represents an era. He represents the seven, second, seven seconds or less Suns. And he was just that guy on the end of the bench who... He was a fan favorite. When he got in there, it meant that the Suns had the game wrapped up, usually a win in that era. So it was always good seeing him come in. And You know, he had the great ponytail, and he could rebound like a machine, so what's not to like? (laughs) But uh, I don't know. I don't think I have to do much to justify my list. I'd say I I picked guys from the eras I was able to watch the Suns play. I mean, a lot of people would want to put in – someone like Adams or Westfall or Davis, but I didn't get to see those guys play, so that's how I'm rocking it out. And Devin Booker at number five. He has room to grow. He's just a boy. So <laughs> Boy. He'll he'll get up he'll be at that uh he'll get top three, no doubt. But we'll see if he passes Barkley and Nash in the long That run.
2: that's some that's some big uh stuff to say. I mean obviously we are huge Booker fans, but I mean Man, getting in ma i mean, getting in that Marion and Stoudemire—that's that—that'd be pretty big. I think he can do it, but uh, I—I'm not gonna—I'm not gonna, I'm not yeah, gonna say I, he's that high on mine just because I—I'm a little nervous about that. But the, I go wait—I—I
0: I, I got some honorable mentions. I want to us hear in it. here too. Okay, so Goran Dragic has to be in there. I mean, we didn't win a ton of games with Dragic other than that nice little surprising near playoff run we made. But that guy could take over a game, and we had him in his prime. We've seen him slip a bit since he's moved to the Heat, but there were some good years with Dragic. And then after that, Boris Diaw, because, I mean, the French puff pastry. (laughs) could just do it all on the court, and I I loved the guy while he was in Phoenix. And then uh, Rajah Bell for obvious reasons, and that's it.
2: Yeah, I definitely like those honorable mentions. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I, I think any of the guys, especially from the 7 Seconds or Less Sun, you could probably put just about that entire team on a list of just favorites, just because, I mean... Yeah. Not only is it just... The, I I don't know, just there are so many fond memories, and that, as Suns fans, I think we hold on to those a ton more than usual, and yeah, I've been... Mean, as much as i have a sour taste in my in my mouth for goren i mean especially his first couple of years where he was with us when nash was still there and he's kind of just this was just a random guy who's super young was whatever and had a couple of good playoff games i i had a huge huge soft spot for him and i remember when we announced that we had signed him back Um, when we were kind of starting to rebuild after Nash that I was was just super excited because I remembered watching him play and was really happy to have him back, and then all the nonsense happened. But I I still love Goran.
0: That 23-point fourth quarter against the Spurs in the playoffs is kind of burned into my memory. Like, I'll, I'll never forget that. And just the way that he was getting those buckets. He hit some threes, but... When that guy got in the paint, it was like, oh, there's Steve Nash. That footwork and the face yeah. it was so beautiful. And, man, if we could have just won that series,
1: oh, man. And I have fond memories of Dragic like that as well. And that kind of evens out the bad memories of him, like, playing the three with Isaiah Thomas and Bledsoe playing oh. the one and two. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that was rough. And then the whole trade debacle but there's a lot of good memories with with Goron for sure and speaking of Dragic I have
0: like five or six autographed eight by ten pictures of him so if you want one for cheap you just hit me up and uh we'll work out a deal (laughs) I have plenty of stock in those
2: Chuck shamelessly (laughs) plugging selling things no big deal I'm just kidding I'm just kidding um yeah no I I have no problems with your list honestly um I, I love Grant Hill. Grant Hill may or may not be on my list. I've got a jersey in my closet, uh, one of the white Grant Hill jerseys. I I love that dude. So I, I'm really happy that he's on your list. And oh my gosh, I I was really kind of bummed when I think it was this year they changed the, um, the eye commercial, the like the eye doctor in Phoenix from Grant Hill to Marley. Oh yeah. And I love Marley too, but it was just like oh no, Grant aww that sucks yeah well now that you're happy
1: I'm gonna make you really unhappy <laughs> so here's my top ten list number one Steve Nash number two Amari Stanmar. number three Sean Marion number four Devin Booker number five Leandro Barbosa number six Raja Bell number seven Shaq. Number eight, Boris Diao. Number nine, Grant Hill. And number 10, Charles Barkley. Okay, so before you guys start yelling at me, let me justify just a little bit. I was born in 94. I did not watch Charles Barkley play. I I was not aware of my surroundings at that point. So I know that I have to like him. I've watched the highlights. I think he's a hilarious guy, I love him on TNT, I love Charles Barkley, but I just never really watched him as a player, I never knew him as a player, so I have a hard time making him one of my favorite players. Um, The Shaq reasoning, I was a huge Shaq fan growing up, because like, when I played basketball, I was always the tallest guy on the team, I always had to play center, and I just like idolized Shaq when I was playing growing up. My game was like way different than his, obviously, because I was not seven foot or anything. You weren't drop step dunking it back then. No, no, not not in seventh grade. But uh, I just really liked Shaq. So when he came to the Suns, I was like elated. And I remember, I I got an iPod when I was like in, I forget how old I was, but I would make all these uh, playlists on my iTunes. And I'd give them names. And I clearly remember when we got Shaq, I made a playlist called Nash plus Shaq equals championship. <laughs> I was a little bit off, but I just remember being really, really excited about that. So I'm like a huge Shaq fan. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, the rest of the go- those guys are all kind of from the same era, aside from Booker. And that's just the era where I fell in love with the Suns. So... That's my reasoning. Oh, and then honorable mention, Goran Dragic. He's Slovenian. I'm Slovenian. There's not very many Slovenian players who have played in the league, so have to go with
2: that. Yeah, I, I don't blame you for really picking a ton of guys from that era. I mean, I really had to fight myself to not do that and like try and leave some of those guys off just because of... I, I just know the I know the personal bias is there, and I know this is about personal bias, but... I still just didn't want to just yeah. list that enti- like part of the entire roster as my top 10. Um the Shaq one, I know that's super unpopular and um you, yeah, you me too. You guys all know the story blah 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 blah. I love Shaq. I love Shaq. Um I, I remember when the trade went down the next morning on the bus talking to a friend of mine who kind of knew basketball, kind of didn't, and I was like, oh my gosh, Shaq is on the Suns. This is like something I would dream of. And I... Yeah, I wish it was a dream instead of something that actually happened now, but, I mean, it happens. Whatever. I still enjoyed it. I remember it, it seemed like that was like, oh, now Stoudemire's wearing number one, and now he's ridiculous. And uh, that that's kind of also what that feels like to me, and maybe... maybe stoudemire uh changing that number is probably the biggest the bigger thing in my head when i think about the shack the shack years
0: okay mitch we're sitting here at my kitchen counter (laughs) i uh i shot you a bit of a glare when you said charles barkley number 10 and i just need like i need some more justification i think okay you know
1: like just the personality of the man, that, that's why I like him so much. Okay, I, and I like that, but this is our top 10 favorite players, not top 10 favorite NBA personalities. Yeah, you're right. I, <laughs> if it were
0: personalities, Eric Bledsoe would be number one. For me. I, mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. I just can't get enough of that guy. He's so captivating.
1: Bledsoe and TJ Warren, <laughs> one and
0: two. <laughs> Okay, I I feel yeah, I just feel the need to stick up for Chuck a little bit. Yeah,
1: and that's that's completely understandable. I know most people would put him way higher, but I I just didn't grow up with him, you know? I don't have that same attachment. You throw a guy through a window, you're number 1 on my list any day. Your
2: nickname's <laughs> the Round Mound or Rebound. You're number of, like something on my list.
1: Yeah, I want to I want to
2: hear yours. I think it might be kind of like a middle of the road. I think my list no. is I don't know. I really like Chuck's list. I like it a lot. I do not want to argue that my list is the best, but uh you know, I I'm, I'm going to start with honorable mentions and my honorable mentions are Walter Davis, Paul Westfall, Alvin Adams, Connie Hawkins. Those guys there there's not a whole ton of film to watch on youtube there's some and when it comes to the guys that were before my time uh, my time really being starting to watch basketball in about 1999 2000 when i can remember it is it, it it's it's tough for me to be able to pick people before that i did on on my list but these guys were just a little bit before i am not as super familiar with them as much and i really wish i would have been able to watch these guys play when they're playing and other because they would probably be on my list if that were the case
0: yep let me cut in here quick how does walter davis not get on the sun's all oh, that's a 2K? whole
2: nother thing man that it's it's a it's a travesty i'm glad that we got a couple of the guys on there but The fact that Alvin Adams and Walter Davis aren't on that roster is, it's not a true representation of our all-time roster. That's just what it is. I mean, those dudes are leading in categories for, like, still. I mean, it's not changing and probably won't change for a long, long time. So it's just, it's one of those things, man, that, that, that's a travesty. And that, that makes me, like, I don't want to say hurt because that sounds lame, but, like, on the inside, that makes me, like, really mad. And I think that's why I know that, like, I really like those guys and that kind of stuff. Because I feel hurt a little bit because they're not on that roster. And people are going to play the Suns all-time roster and not know how it should actually be. I mean, like, I get it. Barkley. Barkley has kind of a beef with 2K. Whatever. But those other two guys, like, they are Suns like you can you can make the argument that Barkley is more of a 76er or whatever but those dudes are sons and, and i i definitely feel that attachment for him i just didn't feel comfortable putting them on my all-time favorite list um and of course Goran Dragić definitely there sour taste in, in mouth and all i i remember thinking like this guy could be the guy for us once Nash eventually retires i know he's not a spring chicken I mean he kind of waited a little bit until he was able to get in there and whatever your arguments are I just remember having these such high hopes for Goran and then when he came back having those high hopes again and that uh that playoff run is something even though we didn't make it uh that, that run that 48 wins that that made me feel really good and I I still think of that run fondly so Let's go to my actual list. Number one, Steve Nash. The reason I'm a Suns fan. The reason why I really fell in love with the game of basketball. Uh, I I watched it and I liked it, but it wasn't until this guy was going out there. He wasn't killing everyone with athleticism. He wasn't doing all these things, dunking and postering on people. He was just going out there and playing ball and i am almost kind of getting chills talking about it because god i love steve so much and uh man it just uh, i love that guy he's my number one favorite player ever not just sons so so that's just how it is me too number two i'm not going crazy here it's charles Barkley. Even, even though he's <laughs> before my time, I feel like there is enough film and everything else, and we've seen enough of him where I feel like I still have watched him play and where I feel like I, I was able to witness the highs and lows of him as a son. And, I, I mean, that, that playoff run, getting us to the finals, that is ridiculous. And the bravado, the quotes, everything about that, I mean, just Barkley is great. And while a lot of people know him and I kind of was introduced to him as an entertainer, a broadcaster, being able to, I don't know, that, that dude was just a different animal on the court. It was, it was fantastic. It's one of these things where people talk about uh, LeBron doing everything that he can. And I'm not saying Charles Barkley is LeBron, but it's like, I mean, Barkley was doing a ton of that stuff that everyone, like, is so happy for, like, LeBron and maybe Draymond and stuff. And Barkley was doing that way before. So, people, slow your roll. Number three, Sean Marion, The Matrix. Um, definitely just amazing, awesome. Uh, that was my my biggest sadness was when we traded him. I, I wish we didn't have to, but uh, especially since we got Shaq. Especially with the rumors and stuff that we were supposedly – had a deal in the works to get Kevin Garnett for him. I, I just wish that those didn't ever happen, and we could have just kept him around. Uh, I think the dude deserves his number retired. And I, he's just great. Number four, Dan Marley. Yep. Uh, another huge soft spot. Just going back and watching him play. Guy before my time. Um, just just going back and watching him play, and I, I, I don't know what it is, but I, I just really like the dude. And, uh, I kind of wish that we would have given him a shot to coach but he's got that comfy gig now that uh at a uh, gcu i think it is that uh he probably isn't complaining about yeah um
0: how much money does that dude make off doing local advertisements down here <laughs> plus his restaurant plus the coaching gig that I mean, restaurant
1: is nice i walked by that restaurant the other day i'm like oh man that you know, looks like a great place i'm yet to go I, we i'm need a little to go. ashamed we, we need
0: to do that before yeah you know what We're gonna all go to opening the
2: opening night together against the Blazers.
0: Yeah, let's go to Marley's. One hundred percent
2: down. I will say I have been to Marley's once. There's one in Flagstaff that I found, and uh, it it as much as like I was expecting it to not be very good. And I was like, all right, this is probably whatever. I was like, I ate it, and I was like, oh, this is cool. I dig this. It's got named menus of like Suns players and stuff it's great. It I mean like it's definitely as a Suns fan like I I I felt super giddy in there even if like it's not like top tier quality food it's, it's still great. It it's is. It's an experience it, 100% is. Number number 5 on my list, Leandro Barbosa, the blur. Um God, I hate every single time he's not on our team. I <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> love him, and uh, I I don't really have much to say. Just A lot of these guys, are, I'm just going to be like, oh my gosh, I love him so much. And I might not say too much more because of that, but just watching him play, him getting six-man, him <clears throat> continuing to just be kind of, I don't want to say hilarious, but he always just makes me laugh whenever you hear him in interviews and stuff. just yeah, It's not like anything because of bad i just i don't know he just, he just puts a smile on my face
0: i like when he got mad at sean livingston <laughs> via instagram for not inviting him to his wedding
2: that
1: was so funny. that was pretty good it was all in good fun i'm sure But oh and was, quickly was good check out steve nash's twitter he has been a twitter beast lately, good. a twitter fiend good it's really funny steve nash on twitter
2: yeah
1: oh one more thing about barbosa before
0: you move on i mean let's bring him in right we need to back oh up, too.
2: I was so sad when we released him for, like, again. I was just like, oh, did we have to? Could we We have just, like, left him around? Like, who cares? I mean, maybe we're trying to, like, give him a chance to go on, like, a playoff team again or something. I don't know. But I just was like, man, can we just keep him around? I don't care what it is. Pay him extra. I don't care. I love him. <laughs> number six is amari um i know a little lower on the list and everything but uh I, I don't know i amari was always number three when it came to the seven seconds or less suns and uh even kind of once Marion left uh i kind of stopped watching for like a year and then uh when we got grant hill i uh then it was basically like grant hill was almost my second favorite player on that team over stoudemire i don't know exactly what it is like i love stoudemire but i can't have him very very much higher there are just so many other guys and they're they're so great i don't want six to seem like a knock against him but i i i have to have him at six number seven booker uh i kept on looking over my list i had him originally at like nine or ten I didn't want to have him super high, but I have not been this excited about basketball and I I every time I watch him play, I watch him uh in a practice gym that someone took a video of. I I hear him talk and in an interview, I just get super excited and I just can't wait. And maybe this fluctuates a bit, maybe it goes up, maybe, you know, something happens and it ends up having to go down, but <coughs> I don't know. This this is just the most excited I've felt in a long time, and I felt like I, I just had to put him a little bit higher than the nine or ten spot. Uh, number eight is Tom Chambers. I know a lot of people don't like Tom Chambers, and I just don't know why. I know he's another guy before my time, and all that other stuff, but I don't know. He just always seems like a nice dude. I I know that people say like oh well who cares he signs anything and blah 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 blah." but I don't care I don't care dude always seems nice I love watching him on the pre-game and post-game show uh, I love watching old highlights of him and seeing him like really play pretty well I mean he was an all-star it's not just like he was in one all-star game and got carried and any of that kind of stuff he was an all-star he had our highest scoring game before Booker I mean that lasted for like 20 years, so it's really cool stuff. I, I really like Tom uh, I and have, I have a big soft spot for him I guess. Number 9 is Boris Diao because Boris is awesome, he's he's the best. There's nothing much else to say, uh, I, I just had to have him on my list, him him and Blur were like must-haves for sure, those two guys, um, I, I just loved watching him play. And then number 10 is Grant Hill. Uh, I, I wasn't sure if I should have put him on, and then I said, uh, who cares? This is our top 10 favorites. It doesn't matter. And so I put him on there. I, I love Grant Hill. I've got his jersey. I'm happy to have bought his jersey. And I, I just love that he's getting a huge chance and getting a ton of play on TNT. He's just a really awesome. He talks great. He always just i don't know he just always is cool so that's my reasoning for it Uh, i loved watching him play Mm. Uh, yeah (laughs) one of
0: the classier dudes in the nba if you ask me like i always really respect 100 hill
2: yeah and even
0: how he was supposed to be the next michael when he came into the league and just kind of all those injuries kept hitting him and hitting him and seems like he never got too discouraged and he stuck around for a long time after those
1: injuries started to happen. So props to Grant Hill. Yeah. And as a Duke player, I usually don't like Duke players, but it's so funny to see the polarity between him and Christian Leitner, because Mm. I always think like Grant (laughs) Hill had the opportunity to be another Christian Leitner. That's what I feel like. (laughs) And he didn't. He went the exact opposite direction. And I think that's amazing.
0: All right, so there's one guy we didn't mention, and we're all going to be kicking ourselves for not. But we did try to go within our era a little bit, but we didn't put in Eddie Johnson. And even if we don't want to talk about his days as a Suns player, I mean, doing the play-by-play with Steve Albert over the last few years. Just money in the bank. And now Steve's gone, I'm a little nervous about how this will be next year. But, I mean, Eddie Johnson definitely deserves an honorable mention from me i'm
2: actually surprised he wasn't on your list chuck when when you were getting down to number 10 i was like all right here comes eddie johnson and then it was it wasn't i was like oh wow i mean i i've definitely had conversations with you where you're like man i wish i could get an eddie johnson suns jersey like i I was full-on expecting him to be on your list
0: well, I'm gonna be real with you if there was a house burning down and I could save one man between Sweet Lou Admondson and Eddie Johnson. <laughs> it'd be a tough call so that, <laughs> that number ten that number ten's rough. Oh, that's funny <laughs> all right, so let us know if we missed anybody or what your top ten are. Do it on the YouTube or you know twitter just just hit us up twitter. with something and we'll uh we'll keep the conversation going like I mentioned months ago we're still lonely (laughs) our social media presence isn't what
1: we'd like it to be so if you get if you talk to us we'll hit you back up we will respond even if you just say hi we'll respond (laughs) look through our twitter history and you'll see that that's true that that has happened (laughs) um but quickly before we uh go to our next section we're going to play an ad for the Solar Panel, which is another Suns podcast. And we're friends with these guys. They do great work. Uh, so check out their show and listen to their ad here.
2: And this is where we'll play the Thanks. Ad. I didn't catch that one. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, let's talk a little bit of Suns news. And we're, we're diving in a little deep for this one. But word on the street is that Alex Len is probably going to be Get accepting that qualifying offer from the Suns here. Uh, we talked about this a lot during last season. Uh, is Len going to show enough to make get a big contract this year? And we were worried about teams paying too much to get Len, and we wouldn't be matching. But uh, it, it seems like that's not the case. It seems like all the other front offices in the league share some similar feelings to what we do about Alex Len, and. Yeah, if we get him for the one year on that qualifying offer, I think that's just be- best-case scenario for the Suns and for Alex Len. Now he has yet another chance to prove himself, to prove his worth, and maybe next year, after this season, maybe he can get a contract then. But I don't know. We'll I feel like for see. the
2: last however many years it's been, all right, this is the year where Alex Len needs to really prove himself. And it just keeps on not happening. So, you know...
1: Last chance, right here, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, this is like his fourth last chance. So <laughs> most guys don't get chances like that, and I'm sure he's feeling pretty fortunate, you know, that he has had all of these opportunities. So, like we say every year, he's got to make. I mean, the from most a numbers standpoint, season.
2: he's above average defensively, uh, you know, god awful offensively, brick hands. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I I just. If you listen to the Sunny and Phoenix podcast, you know that uh, my hope for Alex Lynn has uh, continued to go down and down and down and down, and uh, I I don't know if it can get much more down than it is. Uh, maybe he can surprise me. I doubt it. I, I I'm glad he's signing a qualifying offer. I unless we were giving him like a really cheap three year deal, I just did not want to sign him and and that's just kind of where i was at i mean i'd rather have old man tyson and big sauce and just play center minutes we're we're not a good team anyways we're kind of just trying to get there and trying to get better and learn and have our young guys play so i mean like i'd almost rather just be like all right big sauce go out there i'd, I'd rather see that and I, I know that's maybe whatever and big sauce isn't a very like Good NBA player yet, but that's just how I feel.
0: I think if Alex Len wasn't seven foot one, one hundred percent already. Oh yeah, it's sure. just that that seven foot mark. There's something about it where it seems like you'd rather have a guy that's seven foot over six ten. It just that seems like a thing, and I mean we have we have Tyson Chandler playing center at seven feet. We have Bender who's seven, seven, one, not ready to play center. Obviously Chris at six, nine, not, not quite that center yet. So six, eight, and then big sauce. He's more like a a Barkley type guy with his size down in the post. So, I mean, the opportunity should be there for Len again this season to, to prove himself. But yeah, we we've been saying that for a long time now. Okay, and one last piece of news, and I mean, let's finally put it to bed this time. Kyrie Irving trade finally finalized, and he is, what? What's the? Oh, they added a 2020 second round pick, rather than uh, <laughs> the Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown they said they wanted. It seems like they were pretty content with that 2020 second. So, the deal's done, and it looks like it is going to be out until All Star break. Ish. So man, I I don't know even what more to say about it. It seems like we've talked about it so much, I'm just happy to put it to bed. I will say supposedly
2: over. Over. I, I heard something come out that uh the Cavs never actually asked for Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown. And that was that was someone else that kinda put that out there and it looked that the Cavs were really just looking for an extra pick on top. So um who knows if they actually did. Uh when I was on the pod with Horodell, uh I kind of talked about my thought process going through that and how if they were really asking for a player like that, that must have meant that like IT's injury was way worse than a month or two and possibly like an entire year. All Star Break is pretty bad. So uh that that's it's pretty rough on IT and uh you know He likes to try and talk smack on the Suns whenever he gets a chance, but uh, never wish that on a guy. All
0: right. So let's uh, wind it down here, hit those non-sports plugs. We got Mitch's face-melting minute in David's comic book corner, and then I'll come up
1: with something real quick here. So Mitch, start it off. All right. So I'm going to plug this album that I've been listening to nonstop. It is called, and pardon me if I mess this up, but Hikari by Oceans 8 Alaska. It came out, um, I think August 28th was the release date, and it's just awesome. It's like more metalcore. Lately I've been into like the deathcore or straight up death metal kind of thing, but this is like a lot more melodic than what I've been listening to lately, Um The whole album is great, and I highly recommend listening to it. It's only 34 minutes long, but uh, my favorite songs for sure are Covert, Hansha, Deadweight, Entrapment, Hikari, Birthmarked, and Escapist, which that's like most of the songs. But if you're going to check out one song, check out Escapist. It's awesome. And this album is all over the place. There's like jazz influences. There's all of these uh, Japanese influences that are really cool, but it's still brutal. So, highly recommend checking out Hikari by Ocean's It's Italy.
2: pretty awesome, not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> I, I did listen to it. Did you listen Amit to sent it? me a message, he's like, have oh, you listened to listen to this? I'm like, no, I haven't. He's like, boy, get on that. And I did. It's pre-
1: <laughs> I think I said, stop what you're I was you're paraphrasing a little bit, but this. he did
2: legitimately <laughs> say, stop what you're talking. Yeah. He, he was right. It's pretty good. <laughs> um, You know. Yeah. I'm not going to plug a comic uh, I, I know I'm sorry I'm going to plug a movie what? that I probably <laughs> should have seen a l- way long ago and just saw recently this week and that's The Shining I had I had never seen that movie and I had no idea I why I'd never seen Shining. it but I'm not going to lie I was it's in a class favorites. and it it's was so an assignment that I had to read and I read to read the book and then I had to also watch the movie and uh, I, I watched the movie, and, God, it's so good. It's so good. I have no idea why I'd never watched it before. It was just one of those things I was like, yeah, that, I, like, I am 100% positive that movie's awesome. And then I just never watched it. And I finally got around to it, and, God, it's great. And a couple of, the, like, the scenes and stuff, uh, how they're shot don't really hold up very well. But, God, that's the score of that movie is... So ridiculous and so good, like even now, like it's, it's awesome. So, I, I know not a comic book. I'll try to get the one read this next week, and that way I can actually have a comic on David's Comic Corner instead of something else. But uh, I just had to say, like, I'm I'm <laughs> kicking myself because I didn't watch the Sin- The Shining sooner, because God is it great.
1: Yeah, The Shining is a gateway movie too. That's the movie that got me. Well, that and The Sixth Sense got me into horror movies. And now I See, love I'm
2: not a big movies, I try horror, to watch horror movie the guy, guy at least. But the it, yeah. more and more I like kind of watch some stuff. It's not that I'm not a big horror movie guy. I'm not a big into like the super gore and like all that kind of stuff. Like that's that's just stuff kind of just grosses me out. And I'm like I'm not into this. Mm. But like a good like suspense thriller or something. I'm just 100% down with and that's what I've been really finding out, yeah. and especially after watching The Shining. I was like, see, right. this is awesome. This is legit. This is what I need more of. Not like, all right, let's slice someone's head in half and then have them go chase someone or something. So,
0: Right on. Probably. So I guess I should probably watch The Shining, too. You haven't seen The Shining? I'm, I'm, I'm oh a terrible gosh. movie watcher. It's, I, well, it's, it's so worth it. it but. I'm, not, I'm not a big movie guy. <laughs> but... What I am into are 30-minute sitcoms. I can get behind that and just, I can I can binge those babies. I love them. And the one I've been watching lately, thanks to the suggestion of both of you guys, I think, and Mitch's plug, I think you plugged this once already, too. Yeah. Master of None, the Netflix original. Uh, I love Aziz sorry. and I... I was lacking, there was just a void in my life after Parks and Rec, I hadn't seen the guy. I liked his stand-up before or during the the time of Parks and Rec. And Master of None, just a great show. A lot of relatable things. I, I think me and Aziz are pretty close in age, so I can, uh, like when he does some of the flashbacks and stuff, I, I kind of feel the, I, I can reminisce in those a little bit too the style of the show is really neat a little more (laughs) artsy i mean i'm not the guy to ask about this or uh i'm not the official uh yeah i just don't i don't know a ton about film and tv but i i just really like the style of that show and it it just really works it's a little different than a lot of the shows i normally watch but really enjoy it really enjoy the characters big arnie's my favorite i think Uh, he's so great he's great (laughs) just yeah I, I love that show so i recommend watching it if you haven't already but i mean, I mean i'm a bit behind Not to I'm sure bin, not most to like, you already have
2: but oh no is it i All just right. mixed up what i was gonna say uh not to like plug a really successful channel or anything that doesn't need plugging but didn't binging with babish do like a dish from masters of none
1: yeah yeah he did he did the uh carbonara for master i like of food Ooh. sorry it was a good episode <laughs> carbonara might be my favorite
0: pasta of all time i like that get that egg in there man That
1: sounds really good
0: (laughs) (laughs) me and mitch are trying to decide on dinner after the show (laughs) that might have just struck a bell right there. i think it did all right okay let's wrap things up uh thanks for tuning in this week check us out on twitter at sunny and phx pod uh Yeah, who was in your favorite 10 players? Who did we miss? What do you disagree with? Let us know. Check out the YouTube. Like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And we will see you again next week. Go Suns.